Ladies and gentlemen, waxers, if you will, welcome to the Nostalgia Wax Podcast. Okay, we can't. My- <laughs> that can't be sustained for an entire show. Huh? 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 My name is Frank, joined alongside by my friend, my co-host, Josh. Wax on, Josh. Count chocolate in the house! How are you feeling today? I'm green zebra up. Green go- <laughs> oh, that's a thing now. That is a thing now. A green zebra up. All right, so real quick, you said Count Chocula. You said it. I did. You said Count Chocula. Now, today's episode, tonight's episode, whenever you're listening to this episode, is going to be about Halloween. You said uh, Count Chocula. Now, can you remember as a child, as a youth? A youth. As a youth. Count Chocula. That was not, correct me if I'm wrong, that was not just offered around Halloween time. Oh, no. You can still get Count Chocula all the time. Can you? Yeah. Because I have, for the past couple of years, not been able to find it outside of Halloween. I'm pretty sure you can get Count Chocula year-round. I don't know that you can anymore. I think you can... I think you might even be able to get Frankenberry a lot of places no, year round. All right, now you're just okay. I I know last week we did the Tom Petty episode. You might still be a little high. <laughs> I wish, <laughs> but you definitely cannot get Frankenberry anymore at all outside of Halloween. So around Halloween they will bring back Booberry. They'll bring back Frankenberry, and now they'll bring back Count Chocula, because I don't believe they offer Count Chocula year-round now. I'm pretty confident they do. (laughs) If they do, then awesome, because 
for some reason, I I have... really want a big bowl of blueberry right now. <laughs> well, okay. So here's the thing. Here's what I'm leading to right now is that I purchased recently, maybe a couple weeks ago, Count Chocula. And I purchased blueberry and I purchased Frankenberry. All three of the, you know, just staple Halloween mm-hmm. cereals. And I, I bring them home and I present them to my children, my five-year-old daughter, my three-year-old son. I present all these cereals. I actually have them out on the table, spread out, like just there, right? And they come in and they look at them and they won't eat them. Why? Because they have proven that they're spawns of Satan? I don't know. Oh, my God. At what I'm trying to figure out at what point in time, like, I can is do I have to wait till they're a certain age till I can, like, divorce them? Can I <laughs> divorce my children? No, you can probably divorce them now <laughs> <laughs> or disown them because they don't want anything to do with Count Chocula, Booberry, Frankenberry, nothing. They, they, I, I poured bowls for them and they were like, mm, no, nah, I don't like it. Okay. All right. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, they're your kids. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Maybe they're uh, gluten sensitive or something. They're not gluten sensitive. No one's gluten sensitive. That's something <laughs> that's a figment of the liberal media. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Uh, you mentioned all the, the cereal monsters. Fruit Brute? You left out Fruit Brute. Well, I see, they don't, I left him out because they don't make him anymore. Fruit Brute is no longer around. I I really also am upset that they never did like a creature from the Milk Lagoon type. (laughs) That would have been awesome. That would be really cool. Uh, And make it so that it's green. Add a little green dye to the cereal so that it changes the milk color. Yeah. I mean, that's genius. Done. They could still do that. They do it right now. uh, Captain Crunch. This is also another Halloween cereal I bought. They make a Halloween Crunch, which Mm. is basically Captain Crunch, but there's little specks of green fundi. Fundi? Fundi. Fundi. (laughs) Ah! Fundi. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Hadouken! There is a Captain Crunch cereal. Yes, Halloween Crunch has specks of food dye, green food dye in there. So it makes it green? Yeah, it makes milk green. Does it make them like poop green? No, 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 no. Like lighter green. Almost like when, do you remember when you were young and it was St. Patty's Day, and the leprechaun would leave you out a box of Lucky Charms, and when you poured it into the bowl and poured milk in it, it would turn green. Leprechaun on St. Patty's Day would leave you a box of Lucky Charms? <laughs> just, just a Bonnie thing? Okay. Holy smokes. The leprechaun came? Yes, the leprechaun would come, and he would leave. He would play tricks on us, but he would also leave us He a- would play tricks on you? <laughs> yes. It was St. Patty's what Day. What kind of tricks did the leprechaun pull on you, Frank? I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe I blocked him out of memory. <laughs> that that it, sounds like uh, it sounds like the lead into like you know <laughs> somebody who molests kids. Like 
Guess what? The leprechaun was here. He fought in your ear. I don't know what happened. It's crazy. I think the leprechaun drove the Donga Donga. <laughs> Shout out to the Donga Dongas out there. Hashtag Donga Donga. That hasn't trended in a while. <laughs> no. No, it hasn't. So. Why are we here again? <laughs> the Halloween season is upon us. Oh, that's friend. right. There's a, a brisk in the air, a green in my pool, and I need to get it closed. There's a, there is a green. You're a brisk in the air? A brisk, yes. It's a, like you're chopping off tips of penises? What? <laughs> it's a brisk, fool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. This is seven minutes into another Lost episode, folks. <laughs> seven minutes in. Halloween. Halloween penises. <laughs> Their orange tips were lopping off. They look like candy corn. <laughs> it's like you're eating candy corn and you get that one where just like the tip of it somehow missing and it's only got like the orange and the yellow, but the white is missing. Now it's weird. You're eating penises? This, is, this whole episode is, we're we're uh, we are here, yes, because the hollow the Halloween season is upon us. Halloween happens to be my favorite time of year. I don't know about you, Josh, but I like Halloween for me is yes, fall. Fall seems to be a staple for. Most people, most people, if you ask them, fall, especially in the Midwest, fall is like the prime time for them. It, for me, it was. For you, it seems like it was, too. Oh, yeah. Anytime you can get down to like the, the 70s, I'd say anywhere between like 65 and 74 is like perfect perfect climate for me. Yeah. Uh, you dip below that and it starts turning winter, in yes. my opinion. So yep. like, uh, I'm not a big fan of spring because everything just feels wet all the time. Like there's a lot yes. of a lot of rain and and the 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 pool isn't open, but the 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 ground is still like kind of just a, a muck to it. Yes. But the fall, it's like we've been through summer and now just things are just kind of starting to turn a little bit. We haven't hit the the snow yet, so it's it's the perfect climate zone for me. The cool down period, if you will. Totally. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So me too. I'm a, a big fan of fall. It just, to me, again, when we're thinking about things of our past, we're thinking nostalgically about events or anything that it's occurred. A lot of my nostalgic feelings stem from the fall. I, I can always go back to the fall and it gives me a good, just feel good feeling. And the insides, if you will. A feel-good feeling. A feel-good feeling. Feel-good feeling on the inside. A feel-good feeling on the insides. Uh, yes. Uh, so I'm a big fan of fall, and a major part of fall for us as kids was Halloween. Halloween, indeed. Yes. Uh, so that that special one night a year when you can go begging for candy and... and People won't shun you away. They'll actually 
fill your your pillowcase up with with all the the tender vittles that you enjoy to take home and some stuff that maybe you don't enjoy that that you get to take home anyway yes yes uh so one of the things that had to happen with halloween you couldn't just on halloween evening go door to door simply ask yourself you couldn't go as josh and go collect candy uh, although maybe towards our later years maybe we i think i did leaned a little bit josh more towards one that. year however one of the beauties of halloween was actually dressing up yes. as someone else yes now josh i'll ask you when was the I guess I guess not so much when was the first time we went trick or treating, but what was one of the first costumes that you can remember dressing up as that was was very memorable to you? So it was memorable, but not for not for the fact that I liked it. Though at the time, my my mother insists that I liked it, and that I in fact was the one who requested this. Sure. Mothers will do that. But looking back, this was the first moment where I realized that my my parents don't listen to me. <laughs> because I think we've established on this show before that I was not a fan of E.T. Yes. And yet, my mother did, like, you remember the old school, like, uh, you'd go to Joanne Fabrics and you would buy, like, a pattern to make a costume? No. No? Please elaborate on this because I, all right. Now, granted, I wasn't in that realm of rich kid where we would go to the Halloween store and get a costume. I had to make mine. However, this whole Joanne fabric thing that you get the actual fabric to make the costume, this is brand new to me. So please. Yeah. So Joanne, Joanne fabrics, I think is still around. Oh, it is. Yeah. Wasn't there, there, there's Michael's and I thought there was like another like craft store. At one well, point maybe, maybe. during our remember. adolescence. Probably. Uh, but basically, you could go to these stores and you could buy, a, like, a, a lot of times it would have the material included. Yeah. And it was just all disassembled. And you had to, like, sew everything together and make a costume. But no it would disassemble. Have the, <laughs> but it would have, like, the whole pattern... So you would scale the pattern and everything, and then you would like put the marks. Uh, they had what looked like a little, uh, kind of like a, a very very small pizza cutter. Okay. Except it had like uh, spikes at the end of the wheel, and so you spike would, pizza cutter, like a little tiny spike pizza cutter. So we're talking, it's like maybe like a quarter size. Sounds fantastic. And you would put like chalk on one side of. The, the okay on the, the back on the pattern yeah and you would run this pizza, pizza cutter. cutter over the edges of the pattern so then it would leave like marks on the fabric to where yeah. you knew where you needed to cut out oh this sounds fantastic uh nothing i've never uh, nothing i've ever experienced in my life yeah so my mom the one year she made me an et costume outstanding this way no because i hated am- et yeah again uh a conversation for another podcast because we will be having this soon uh but that's to me that's an awesome costume Uh, so it it was okay but i i remember like now if i could find the picture i'm sure i have it somewhere 
but it, it, I just remember like the ET head was up here yeah, and it kind of started like collapsing in the middle. Like there was no, like that ET classic, like, uh, rounded bulbous head. So the way that you're describing it, the ET head set on top of your head. And did you look through the neck? Uh, there was just like a cutout for your face here. It was, yes. <laughs> so then there was like the ET thing on top. Yeah. So it wasn't like a mask. Yeah. It was just like an ET thing. Okay. But the ET thing would collapse in the middle and it always kind of looked like uh, maybe Mastermind or whatever that Will Ferrell comedy. Megamind. Megamind. Yeah. Yeah. Looked more like Megamind or um, <laughs> some type of weird creature. It didn't look like ET. So was it just the head and the neck or was a body included? Yeah, there was Were a whole hands, body. The feet, yeah. everything? Yeah, hand and they had little... the. Turn on your hard light like that. The, the, really? Yeah. Like it didn't light up, but like it had like a red, like there was a little piece of red fabric at the end. Oh, yes. nice. Their gloves. So it sounds like you might have been better off going for the like almost meta, if you will, version of E.T. dressed as, um, was he dressed as uh, like, Yoda? Or no, he well, no, it was a ghost. It was he was a ghost. Yes, he was a ghost. But I was thinking of Yoda. Um, but that's not it. But home, yeah, if you would have gone home, 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 pointing to Yoda. Yes, um, if you would have gone, <laughs> just put the ghost costume over the ET costume that your mom had created. That would have been awesome. Yes. <laughs> That's a that's a now that's a really cool costume. I still hate ET though. Uh, that's weird. Um, but again, a, a conversation for another time because that's just bizarre. The fact that you can hate ET. Terrible, terrible person. Okay, so <laughs> one of the... ET looks like my ball sack. <laughs> just gonna throw that out there. It's like ET, like. Nobody uh, would nobody would design a costume like a, a character now. They'd be like, we need like kind of a, a friendly alien. And like you hear like the stories where apparently like Spielberg like the the rest of ET's planet like the reason ET was on Earth like have you ever heard any of this? Yeah, because the rest of his planet was like carnivorous, like, like evil ET. Like they wanted to eat humans. So look <laughs> here, I'm gonna come to you. Listen. We need this as quickly as possible. We need like a carnivorous, like a terrifying looking alien. What do you want it to look like? Balls. <laughs> Balls. Let's make it What's look the like, neck look like? The let, shaft. Let's, like make it look like <laughs> testicles. Like seriously, it, it had to have been a lesbian who created E.T. And Jodie Foster gave the voice. So we're halfway there. <laughs> now, here's the question. Do you want the balls and shaft to look pre or post bris? <laughs> seriously you're gonna go back to that reference <laughs> well if if you're going to a brisk where there's <laughs> where something's happening with the balls you're probably doing the wrong thing <laughs> you're at the wrong place you're, you're on the wrong end sir <laughs> You just go in, you tell them to take a little bit off the top. You don't, <laughs> everything else is fine. Leave the bottoms alone. That's just right. Trim a little bit off the top, please. As, as they say in the wrestling business, it's an upper body business. So let's keep it focused <laughs> on the upper body. So, so one of the, uh, one of the first costumes that, now 
I, I didn't ask. Do you recall what age you were at with the uh, the Forced on You ET costume? I got to imagine I was probably somewhere like in the four to six. Okay. All right. Very young. I was the first very the very first costume I can remember. Now I wasn't forced into this costume. I selected it. Was I wanted to be a dinosaur. For as long as I can remember, and past nostalgia wax waxers uh, of our past episodes will will know that I, I'm a very, very, very strong proponent of dinosaurs. And I wanted to be a T-Rex. So in kindergarten, and this would have put me at age, what, five or six, somewhere around there, <clears throat> I was able to be a T-Rex, Okay. So my mom got me a T-Rex costume. Now, how she got it, I don't know. It, it could have been the Joanne fabric route or something like that. I imagine it was something along those lines because my mom never went out and bought a costume. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that with later costumes. But we never actually got to go out and buy a costume because we were poor. So the dinosaur costume had to have come from somewhere along those lines. But I was a T-Rex. The one thing I remember was that I was so, so, so very excited to go to kindergarten dressed in my costume. Like, I couldn't wait. Even at an early age, apparently, I wanted to be the center of attention. And I was very excited to be the center of attention with my T-Rex costume. And I remember, and, and this is, you know, parts go in and out as we mentioned in the last podcast that you know the the fuzzies start getting tinier and tinier as we get older um so my my pinprick version of this is i i was in line to go to the assembly out of our classroom and waiting in line and i turned to my right uh, away from the other students and i vomited all over the ground (laughs) did you at least like (laughs) Roar while you were doing it like that. It's like, <laughs> I wish. I wish I would have. Oh, I God. wish I would have roared, vomited. I, I don't know if I did. I'm, I probably didn't. I just you turned. Were, you were so excited, you vomited. Well, no, no, no. I was sick. I ended up being sick. Like I got, I had the flu. Like, <laughs> and it didn't hit me until that afternoon when we were going to the assembly so i ended up missing the parade assembly at school i ended up missing halloween itself um dressed as a dinosaur because i was vomiting all over the place and that's how the dinosaurs became extinct kids (laughs) and this was keep in mind waxers this was when Halloween was actually celebrated on Halloween, which apparently doesn't happen anymore. I mean, you are you aware of this? No. Like, uh, well, how long have you been in this home now? A uh, little over a year. A little over a year. So you've you've had a Halloween here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was your Halloween? Did people trick or treat on actual Halloween yes. here? Now that's see that's remarkable. That's that's a feat. In today's day and age, because more than likely, most neighborhoods you go to now celebrate Halloween like the Sunday before during the day. Oh, yeah, no. 
Yeah, there's there no longer is there actual trick or treating that starts at like when the sun goes down mm-hmm. on Halloween. No, it's now like from two to five on a Sunday. So when I was living in Shelby Township, now Shelby Township did have they would blow the siren off and trick or treating went from like six to eight. So they put like a two hour window on it. And that's when kids were supposed to go trick-or-treating. But they would do the the whistle, the tornado siren. Really? At 6 o'clock and then again at 8 o'clock. And you weren't supposed to be on the streets after that. Now that's when you lived in Shelby. Yeah. But here, I, I don't remember hearing a whistle last year in Macomb. Do you remember any of that happening, though, when you were younger? Any whistles or any sirens? Oh, God, no, nothing, no. right? No. We would, we would start trick-or-treating at probably 5 o'clock. And we would go well until people turn their porch lights off. Oh yes, if somebody had a porch light on, we were still hitting it. And the the amount of ground that I think I covered Mm -hmm. as a a young lad trick or treating uh, was probably the better part. It was marathon esque. Oh, it, it totally because I would do my neighborhood, and then once I was done with my neighborhood, uh. I would either bike or my parents would drive us to my grandmother's neighborhood and we would hit her whole neighborhood. And this was all in the span of a night. And like on the way from our neighborhood to my grandmother's, we would uh, stop at like pizza parlors. Cause like if you went in with your costume, like they'd give you a slice of pizza. Yeah. 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 So it was like a little pick me up. Oh yeah, absolutely. You had to you have that. Fuel. Like you got to have that you fuel, fuel to keep going. So yes, it was, <laughs> I, I remember we got to the point where. We were probably, God, I must have been probably about like 13, yeah. 12, 13, and it was still okay for me to go trick-or-treating, but like my parents didn't go with us anymore. Well, sure. And literally, like we would just canvas, like pollsters trying to, to get people to sign up to, to vote in elections. Yeah. Had nothing on us as no, trick-or-treaters. No, no. And you would, it's, and it wasn't just gracefully walking from house to house mm. you would be legit sprinting oh, yes. from house to house to cover as much ground as possible the only time you slowed down was when that bag got heavy and then you had like the backup bag yeah and it was literally okay we're going here but i've got to stop and drop my bag of candy off do you recall the time because i can't pinpoint at me personally but i'm asking you do you recall the time when you switched from small bag to I'll fuck this. I'm taking a pillowcase. Yeah, pillowcase. That came pretty early on. Like I don't, I don't recall ever having small bags or like the plastic pumpkin yeah. or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, I don't remember that. You don't remember that. So no. you strictly remember pillowcase. It was probably because it was cheap. Yeah. Yeah, and you know it was free. It was there. And again, I can't. All I can remember is pillowcase because obviously, I, again, fuzziness on the outsides. Uh I, I just remember trick-or-treating with a pillowcase, but I know that I wasn't always pillowcase. It, it was probably one of those things where my parents were like, we probably asked like, oh, we want like this pumpkin to get go trick-or-treating in. And it was like, it was an easy sell because they're like, you know that like we have pillowcases at home and they can hold a lot more candy than this puny pumpkin. And it was like, more candy is good. Yeah. Um, however, nothing beats the old school little pumpkin carrying pails um, that you used to get. I, we never got them. We, 
never ever in your life? What about when you what what about the ones that came with the Happy Meals during October? those we got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like I missed many Happy Meals growing up. Oh no. We had the we had the, the bat the, looking the one, boo, the, the, yeah, the ghost, the, the ghost, witch, it was a, and the there was a bat, wasn't there? It was like sounds a, about right. Yeah, yeah. Ah. I, they had them a few separate years. Yeah, those were outstanding. I hear that if you find them now, that they actually still smell of Happy Meal. I don't doubt it for a second, and I would absolutely love that. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. E.T. was one of the first costumes that you had. Do you recall a, a next costume so, on your list? Yes. We were very similar in the fact that uh, I wouldn't say we were poor, but my parents were very... It was either my mom really enjoyed the thought of making our costumes, or she just didn't want us to be wearing what everybody else was going to be wearing. Sure. So she was constantly trying to make things. And one of the costumes I remember, and so, quote-unquote, cheap were they, that we actually carried, like, one costume over to the next year and just slightly modified it. Perfect. So, one year, I was a robot. Okay. Which consisted of, uh, like, a, a cardboard box for a body. Sure. And I think, like, probably, like, gray sweatpants and, like, gray shoes. Yeah, makes sense. And then the arms, I I want to say, had, like, a dryer vent material. Yes. So it was, awesome. like, <laughs> yeah. And then, like, another box for a head with some eyes cut out. Perfect. But then my mom took, like, parts of, like, the dryer vents and stuff like that for the following year and turned it into, like, a astronaut costume wow. with, like, the backpack with, like, made from the same box type thing. And... It, I remember I really wanted to be an astronaut, but then when I started having to carry like the, the box on my back all sure. day, so it was like the little psh, psh, yeah, the thing yeah. where you would fly psh, around psh, in outer space. I was like, if astronauts have to carry this stuff, then I don't want to be an astronaut. God, astronauts have it hard. Astronauts have it so hard. <laughs> There's just so much stuff they've got to worry about. Oh, this tang is not worth it. Yeah, no, not worth it at all. And the vacuum that sucks my poop out of my butthole is just, it's a little over cumbersome. Yeah, I mean, that's debatable. No, it's not really. <laughs> Vacuuming out a poopy butthole is not the way to go through life. I don't, I don't yeah, respectfully disagree. <laughs> Sounds like. Wait until the walls of Uranus cave in, and then... Sounds like a fantastic Saturday night. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh. Just Google anal, anal fistula, fistula, and tell me if that sounds fun to you. I, well, I don't know if we should recommend Googling that. Uh, totally do it. <laughs> so, so, this yes, you, you are right. We, we carry a theme through our youth our nostalgic youth if you will of the creation of costumes the next costume that i can remember for halloween was i wanted to be batman now this was post the 1989 Tim Burton Batman movie had come out and we've 
touched on this, I think, a very our very first Nostalgia Wax podcast, we talked about summer movies, and this was uh, a big, big movie for both you and myself. So post this movie, I wanted to be Batman along with every single other kid out there on the planet. But as we have mentioned in this podcast, my mom was not willing to go out and buy a Batman outfit. She wouldn't get you the cowl? No. So instead of getting me the cowl, and I really at this point in time question which was cheaper, instead of getting me the cowl, we legit paper macheed a cowl. Now, paper mache, for for those waxers listening who might not even know what paper mache is, what you do is you basically, um, in our example for the cowl, is we we had a balloon that my dad blew up to a, a, a certain shape that this was is about as, as big as his head isn't it yeah <laughs> to a shape uh, roughly the size of my head and blew up the balloon and then what we did was we took glue and we uh, basically basted the glue over the balloon and then just continuously laid uh like i think it was newspaper or something over top of this balloon and just kept building it up building it up building it up until um it all kind of solidified around the balloon, and then we we made little ears on the top of the balloon um, to represent, you know, Batman's ears, and you know, glued those up. Let it all dry for a couple of days, and then painted it all black, and then popped the balloon, and boom, there's Frank's cowl. <laughs> there's his mask. That basically. doesn't sound terrible. Um, it w- now to all extent, it wasn't terrible it was not terrible however it was not like the rubber really cool batman mask that they sold in the store um but again i question with the supplies being bought like how much money this actually saved versus like how cool it was a newspaper and the rubber Uh, well and a balloon again I, i i don't know I don't know. Well, there was, cost you know what, the the black paint too, and the, probably the paintbrush. Whatevs. Okay, um, it worked itself out. It, it was not terrible. Okay, it wasn't terrible. And then I, I forgot what the rest of the costume maybe consisted of: of a black sweatshirt, you know, black pants, black shoes. Uh, I forgot what we did as a cape. Probably we actually probably went out and bought the cape, but it. You know, probably wasn't a Batman cape. It was probably just like Dracula's cape or something. You know, some generic black cape. It didn't have the bat symbol on it or anything like that. But here's the best part of that story is that... um, So I was Batman and then my brother Kevin, who was, what, he's four years younger than me? He wanted to be Robin. So he dressed up as Robin and I forgot what they did for his Robin costume, but again, it was not anything they went out and bought. I think they was wearing like underoos. Yeah, he was underoos. I mean, like some kind of, he didn't have a Robin outfit. Okay. But he was Robin to my Batman. 
so we went out trick-or-treating. That was all well and good. However, when post this is post-Halloween. We were uh, we were big fans of Batman. We were big fans of the, you know the '89 Batman that we had seen, um, but also fans of like you know '66, you know like Adam West Batman yes. too. Okay, so my dad um, likes to indulge in anything we're excited about. He's just he's a big fan of anything we get excited about and anything he can relate back to his youth you know he gets pumped up about mm-hmm. it which which is true for any parent i can speak for myself anytime my kids express interest in anything i'm int- in interested in i want to jump all over mm-hmm. it so we expressed interest in batman and robin and uh you know the 66 batman he started showing us pictures he's like hey do you guys want to record a batman episode and we're like he record a batman episode he's like you guys act out the part of batman and robin and i'll record it on my new vhs camcorder we're like yeah that sounds awesome he's like okay <laughs> so one of the only things i remember recording is um he set up like he tied a um he tied a rope to the garage to the front of the garage and he he strung the rope up all the way across to basically the street, and he had a he had a bike or something tied up there, so the rope was you know stretched yeah. lengthwise. And then what he did was he took the he took the camcorder and he turned it on its side. Yeah. So then um, he was like, "Okay, guys, now you're 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 Batman and Robin. You're you're scaling this building. Okay, so go." And he filmed it. And then me and my brother are sitting there on the rope. And, you know, we're just walking up the driveway. But he's got the camcorder tilted. So it looks like we're, like, scaling a building on the actual driveway. I remember watching that video, like, after it was done. You know, like, when you're doing it, like, you're, you're in the moment. You're like, okay. And then you watch it. You're like, oh, as a kid, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Because when he played it back, because he had tilted the camcorder, it looked like we were vertically, like, scaling this building as Batman and Robin. And I'm sitting there talking to Kevin. I'm like, all right, Robin, follow me. He's like, okay, Batman. Like, it was just, it was so cool. As a kid, like, it was one of the coolest costumes and moments of Halloween ever for me. So were you, it sounds like you were kind of like entranced in the whole like oh my god it's magical like it wasn't something where you were imagining and then when you saw the video afterwards you were let down by it no uh, it it, it was it was a it was one of those where i was i was doing it and i was in the moment um acting it out but then when i saw the video it like amplified that it was like this is really cool. This is awesome. It looks like I'm scaling a building, even though like in the background is like the, you know, the neighbor's house and like, you know, someone walks by <laughs> like another kid rides their bike by and this totally kills it. But like just looking at us kind of scaling the driveway, it looks like we're scaling a building. So uh, that was kind of the opposite reaction to what I got when I tried doing something similar. And uh, my friend, and I were trying to do a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video. And so we took uh, garbage can lids and like strapped them onto our backs so it looked like turtle shells. Yeah. And I remember we found, uh, this is how stupid it was, I think. 
uh, like, so on pipes, like in the basement, there'd be like that foam that wrapped around like the pipes and his dad had some of that laying around. So like we cut it and tied them together to make like nunchucks. So I was Michelangelo. Nice. And I remember like standing there and then we had on a mask and nothing else other than green clothes, trash can and the nunchucks. (laughs) And I remember us videotaping it. I was like twirling the nunchucks. I was like, I'm Michelangelo. And then we went, we watched it and I was like. This sucks so bad. <laughs> this is this is this is this the makes worst. Me sad. And like we, he was like one of those kids whose parents would like buy him just stuff that no kid ever has reason to have in yeah. their possession. Yeah. We were throwing ninja stars like at a board, <laughs> like actual ninja stars. Real ninja oh stars. Jesus! Like pew pew pew. And I was just we watched it. and I'm just like this is so bad. We need to just like. Forget we're ever here. <laughs> we need to delete this. Let's from our just go out to your pool because you have portholes on the side of your pool and your sister's friends don't know the word Brazilian wax yet because <laughs> this is just awful. It was so bad. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, post Batman for me, I, I, I can't rem- remember a lot of costumes uh, that for, for me, for me, the next costume that I remember dressing up as I can't pinpoint the year and I didn't do research prior to this. So I don't know. Uh, The next costume I dressed up as was a blue M&M. You remember when M&Ms released? Wait, wasn't, was the blue one a, a girl? No, the green one was a girl. The green one. Was, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, 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 I don't know. Anyway, what, so M&M's back in the 90s, mid-90s, I think maybe roughly, uh, had a contest where you could pick the new color of M&M's. Okay. So for the longest time, it was you know brown, yellow, orange, red, green. I think that was it. There was like five of them. And they held a contest where they were going to add another color to M&M's. Um, probably because M&M's had slipped in sales for not actually backing E.T. <laughs> when Spielberg wanted to have M&M's back E.T. and then Reese's Pieces did, and Reese's Pieces shot through the roof. So I think to uh, Mars, to capitalize on that Reese's Pieces money, decided that they were going to invent a new color, and you could vote on it, and what color ended up winning... Uh, waxers, if you you know don't know this, is blue. So blue was not always an M&M. Blue was added to the mix. So the year that the blue M&M was announced, I decided that I would dress up as a blue M&M. And like previous costumes, I didn't go to the Halloween store to buy a blue M&M costume. Uh, my mom made me a blue M&M costume so basically what it was was i had a a kind of a uh, it had to have been cardboard that i had cut out on either end um painted it the blue m&m color uh drew the m on the front of it um uh, front and back obviously and then i had straps that attached either end i think i wore blue sweatpants um i don't believe i had blue shoes i think it might have just been white sneakers um but i did have white gloves as well and i can't recall if i actually painted my face 
blue too. I think I might have just to sell it. Uh, but that was my of you. Um, but that was my M&M costume. And here's the thing about me and Halloween. What you need to know about me is that when I dress up for Halloween and I dress up as a character, uh, it, it's almost like there is a camera filming me. And in fact, I, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on previous podcasts, but I live my life as though a, a camera is constantly filming me. So I acted out the part of a blue M&M to the point where if I got M&Ms for Halloween and I opened it up, I would refuse to eat the blue ones because I found that to be a form of cannibalism. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you could if you could see the devotion to which he just uttered those last words. It's obviously a man who's delusional and has a hard time coping with reality. What in the hell are you talking about? I refuse to eat my Eminem brethren. It's very uncouth. Oh, oh man! Peak, peak of, peak of the iceberg <laughs> of issues. Here's the other thing. What? Ki- how old were you? I don't remember. It had to have been like maybe sixth grade, fifth grade. So there, there was like a, a point in time where, where Halloween was like this thing where you could like dress up as like the coolest things ever yeah and then there was always those other costumes where it's like your mom would be like how about this yeah and you're like nobody wants to wear that ish <laughs> you apparently did want to wear that ish no one else was going to be a blue m&m it's <laughs> probably a good reason for that who would want that that's it. the blue m&m is seriously and maybe this is what it is it, you've talked before about you wanted to be married as soon as possible. You don't go as a blue M&M unless you got like the green M&M girl who's going with you. And then you're just like, your buddies are like, hey, you going for Halloween? Yep. What are you going to do? Oh, we're being M&Ms. Or <laughs> we're being Raggedy Ann and Andy. Yeah. Or we're being, you know. Uh, something you're forced into. Yes. It, it's not something that you're ever interested in doing. Yeah. But you willfully. Willfully. And of sound mind and body yep. chose to be a blue M&M. And committed to the character and did not To eat. the point where you would refuse to eat blue M&M. I gave them out to everyone else. You're. <laughs> you're something special. It's... Mandy Bonnie is fortunate. <laughs> To have you in her life. I'm so shocked that I'm married. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and and I've, I've spawned children who are going to, who inevitably are going well, to Well, we've already these. seen the way that your son dresses up. So there's that. You reap what you sow, sir. The way my son dresses They've up. They've come home to roost. Uh, speaking of being around the Halloween season, I was, I was looking at um, 
past Facebook posts that my wife had on there, and, and she posted something today um, that was uh, that was uh, <laughs> something that had happened years ago. Of course, my phone is dead now. Of course, it is. Um, but uh, something that had happened years ago where we were potty potty training uh, potty training Haven, and um, the post has Haven sitting on like one of the child potties, and I'm sitting next to her. I've got my, you know, like my Michigan State hoodie on. I got pants. I'm sitting next to her. She's got the iPad in her hand. She's sitting on the potty and she's looking at me. But on my head, I have this scary, like evil clown mask on. And I'm looking at her on the potty and she's just looking up at me like this. It's like one of the funniest pictures ever. But it's how we got her potty trained because she's so infatuated with like scary stuff. So you you tortured her until no she... no no she's not she's not no she like that was like her um I was like her safety blanket was the scary clown when we were in the bathroom and she was going potty uh, uh so okay, to put it in perspective when I have no idea either <laughs> it's, I'm so lost now so nowadays Sit when out, please <laughs> she's. We just went to a Halloween store last weekend when she was uh, in the Halloween store. Uh, before she would even go to the Halloween store, she was like, hey, can we bring Sergio? And I was like, Ooh, Sergio? And she's like, you know, scary baby. And I was like, oh, okay. So we have this Halloween decoration that she refers to as, well, scary baby. Now apparently Sergio, uh, it's this tiny little demon doll. It's about yay big, like in in, in in I'm showing Josh, but maybe about two and a half feet big if you sit it on the ground, and when you walk by it, it's motion activated and it goes. And his eyes light up demon like it's a very scary looking demon like baby thing. She likes to push it around in a stroller, um, like she goes on. <laughs> She goes on walks and pushes it around in the stroller. So when we were going to a Halloween store, like a Spirit USA, she's like, can I bring Sergio? This is what she's named it. And, you know, I was like, all right, fine. And so she pushed Sergio around the Halloween store and was showing him all the scary things. And, like, like, like demons and ghosts and shit were, were, like, popping out at her, like these animated things in the store. And she's like, look at Sergio. Here is a demon ghost or something. <laughs> like, and, like, pointing it out and stuff. So she's just as, I don't know, either jacked up or obsessed with Halloween as I am. Like, she's... Uh, this is how big Halloween is in my household, is that my daughter carries around this demon baby. Um, and we've had to limit it to October because it starts to, you know, frighten the other neighbors. So is she, Sergio out? Yeah, Sergio's out right now. Can you, like, tweet a picture of Sergio? Oh, I will. I will. I'll, I'll actually see if I can find the video that my wife has where they're walking around the block and Mandy insisted on walking uh, Scary Baby or Sergio around right. the block. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it out. Tis the season. Yep. So you you mentioned uh, wearing a creepy clown mask. Yes. Like, that's kind of what Halloween devolved into for me, is just buy whatever creepy, scary mask I could find. Mm. So this had to have been later, because yeah. we've established that our moms were not going to yes. go out there 
to the Halloween stores and buy those rubber masks. For yes, us. that was not an option. So yeah, that didn't happen until I was probably like twelve, thirteen, yeah. and then it was like, okay, well now I'm just going to buy a mask and wear my normal street clothes. Yeah. You know, aside from that, or wear a hoodie or something like that. So I remember having this. Uh, uh, it was a glow-in-the-dark, so it was like all that glow-in-the-dark-looking green, where like it was it. A, a vampire. And I remember wearing that thing around quite a bit, and I was always just like, like it looked awesome when it was glowing in the dark, but other than that, it was just kind of like a green vampire head. <laughs> it was like, kind of loses its luster, but it was it was still creepy. I remember that one. I remember I, I dropped some coin on a decent Michael Myers mask, and my sister hated me for that for quite a while. Because I would, you know, just hang around the house and not say anything. And, like, she'd come home from school and I'd just be sitting there on the porch <laughs> staring. Just, just. Yeah. Um, and funny thing about a Michael Myers, or a Michael Myers mask is it's just actually a, what, I think a William Shatner mm-hmm. mask? Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So, Captain Kirk just scaring chicks left and right. Yeah. Uh, that and then it, it devolved from masks to like I'm not even going to try anymore. I'm just going to wear like a, my Tigers jersey and my Tigers hat. And here I'm a baseball player. Give me yes. candy. Yes. Eventually, that's what it all I guess devolved into yes. was uh, you got to a certain age and all of a sudden I'm not going to put it. All I have to do is get outside to those houses and put a little uh, dark um, paint underneath my eyes and say I'm a football player and I can get candy. Okay, done and done. I'd like to think of it as opposed to you know me being lazy that I was actually working smart as opposed to working hard. Well, no, yeah, smart. Well, yeah, it's smirking. The, working uh, harder, not or working smarter, not harder. The the, the ROI on it was very high. <laughs> It's very, very hard ROI there. It's some, somewhere there's a brisk joke there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what about you? You got any other costumes that you recall? Um, so, and again, uh, nostalgia wax for us kind of we we've established it's gonna it's gonna branch all the way up into very early early college for us. So. One of the costumes that I remember dressing as very early uh, in college was, um, you've seen the movie Boondock Saints, correct? No. Okay. So, one, I'm going to have you watch the movie Boondock Saints. Okay. It's got uh, Sean Patrick Flannery. Sean Patrick, yeah, Sean Norman Flannery Reedus. and Norman Reedus yes. are the Boondock Saints there, and they have a like a, a friend in there named Rocco. I dressed up as Rocco. Now there's a reason for it. At the time in college, I had um, hair that was. Uh, kind of like down to my shoulders. You know, it, I know it's hard to imagine. You did? Yeah. Come on. Down to my shoulders. Um, and my hair, when it gets long, is uh, like my daughter's. It's very curly. So like as it like it, it'll be straight up here at the top, but as it gets long, it gets very curly, very Jesus esque <laughs> looking, like very curly like that. Um, so I grew my beard out 
and I put on some dark aviators, and I was Rocco. And the only reason I was going as Rocco is because my brothers were going as some party they were going to. They were going to be the Boondock Saints. So they were going to be Sean Patrick Flannery and Norma Reedus' character. And they're like, hey, why don't you be Rocco? Because your hair is long. So I dressed as, I put on the dark aviators. I had the long hair, had the beard. I put on a, like a three-quarter length uh, trench coat. Looked just like Rocco from Boondock Saints. Just spot on. Um, and this reminds me, prior to that, prior to actually dressing as Rocco, so going off the three-quarter length trench coat, when I was, I think it was a sophomore in college, I might have been a sophomore in college. It was right around the time earlier that year, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back released in theaters. Okay. And so myself and my college roommate slash best friend, Jolly. Your heterosexual life mate. Yeah, heterosexual life mate. We decided to dress as Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, so he was Jay, um, spot on. He got this blonde wig, came down, like had the hat, had like the orange coat, like the pants. I was uh, Silent Bob. I already had my, like I grew my beard out. Um, I kind of had, I still had the the longer hair was going. I had a, a, a hat I put on backwards. I had that three-quarter length trench coat, a green shirt, pants, whatever. And we went out. <clears throat> this one's when we were at Michigan State. We went to Halloween parties dressed as this. And... This was kind of, I mentioned with the blue M&M, like I'm committed to character when I go out as Halloween. I was committed to character. So I went out to these parties and I was Silent Bob. And my friends were getting so angry at me because I didn't talk the entire night. I didn't say a word. I just sat there, and I, I swear to God, I must have smoked more cigarettes than I ever have in my entire life. <laughs> I just sat there smoking cigarettes and just being, you know, just giving one, you know, like <laughs> just kind of nudging my shoulders up and down. And then, um, you know, Jolly's sitting there. And uh, he's Jay, so like he's just spouting off. Nonstop. You, know, like, you ever been by a fat man in a trench coat? You know, like it was some of that stuff. Like he's just nonstop the whole night, and I'm not saying anything. And here was the thing: is we went to I there was we went to a bunch of parties where my friends got mad at me, like like angry, <laughs> got mad at me because I wasn't because ta- I wasn't talking to them. Like really, really, like we're pissed. Like. Like, I just just talk to me, and I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm not saying a word because I'm in character. We went to a frat party, and uh, one of the bigger frat parties on campus for Halloween. And who walks in at the time but, and we got to remember, I went, I went to Michigan State 2000 to 2004. So who walks in but T.J. Duckett? So you remember T.J. Duckett running back from Michigan State? So... He walks in, you know, he went on to to, pay, to play pro for a little while, but he was a big running back at Michigan State, like huge. And he walks in and we're, we're at the, you know, we're at the front and uh, Jolly, you know, being Jay, TJ Duckett rock, walks in, Jolly's like, hey, TJ Duckett, like, blah, blah, I'm you know, like this. And then uh, TJ Duckett looks, he's like, oh, he's like, Jane, Silent Bob. He's like, Silent Bob, how's it going? 
looks right at me, right? And it's TJ Duckett, like a big, like huge celebrity on Michigan State, going to be playing pro, right? TJ Duckett looks at me. He's like, Solid Bob, what's up? You know, comes at me. And, and all I did was go, I just nod my head, took a hit of my cigarette. I was like, stayed in character the whole time. That's how committed I am at Halloween. Takes a special kind of girl to make you lasagna. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, staying in character, that's something that I did. Uh, little known story that I shared with my, or that I had my wife share with her nieces recently was the first time I ever met my wife was trick or treating in her neighborhood. Please elaborate on this. So I was, uh, she lived on the same street as my grandmother and then uncles uh, in the same house uh, where they lived. And she lived basically kind of across the street. Yeah. Never knew her as opposed to, you know, just uh, seeing her on the street. So we would go trick or treating in that neighborhood. Yeah. And the one year I went as Jason. Because I had a pair of overalls and a Jason mask and all you had to Again, do. Again, it was at the point where yes. <laughs> maybe but you shouldn't be trick-or-treating anymore, but exactly you're still at that point, getting yes. away with it. Okay. So I, I basically just kept it in character because like the voice had started to drop a little bit. And I was like, well, if I talk, then they're not going to give me candy. Sure. So went up to her door. Uh, my brother and all his friends went up. And she's like, oh, Jason, you're you're little old to be trick-or-treating, aren't you? <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> just stood there silently, didn't say a word, and I'm just thinking to myself, it's all for my age. I'm just thinking, lady. just give me the candy, all right? Seriously, Listen, lady. Let's just give me the candy. And it wasn't until years later when she, uh, we met later in life, and she realized that I kind of was growing up in that neighborhood. And she's like, did you ever go trick-or-treating there in that neighborhood? I'm like, yeah. She's like, what did you dress up as? And I like, you know, kind of gave the list. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God, you were Jason the one year and you wouldn't say. I'm like, oh, my God, that was you? It was, it was kind of one of those weird type after-the-fact things. So It was one of those where you walked up to the house and you're getting candy. You're like, hmm. This lady's pretty Hey, hot. girl. Hey. <laughs> Who is this lady? Yeah. <laughs> And then you got to marry hot lady who gave I've you got candy. To marry her later. Are you kidding See? me? You're living the f- half dream. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> you win, my friend. <laughs> I do. Any other obscure characters that you uh, uh there's dressed a, up a, as? There's a list of them, real quick. I can name a, a couple. I've I've dressed as um, I've dressed as Steve Martin <clears throat> in the past from uh, My Blue Heaven. What? Uh, so you're familiar with the movie My Blue Heaven, right? Yes. Um, so there's an outfit that he wears at the very end of the movie. It's a um, it's a white suit with a red shirt and a yellow tie. <laughs> um, so what happened was my brother actually had a previous white suit he wore to one of the proms or like a homecoming or Winterfest or whatever that I could fit into. And I had a red shirt. I went out and bought a yellow tie and I spiked my hair like up and I wore um, 
sunglasses and I looked spot on to Steve Martin at the end of my Blue Heaven, which um, not a lot of people got. <laughs> I would the, imagine. I in in. A lot was of times, this in the theatrical yeah, run, or had it come out on VHS? No, it was yet? it was post. Like it, it, okay, yeah, it was it was very long after the movie had been released. A lot of times, I, I like to wear costumes where people are like, "Who are you?" And I was like, "Yeah, Steve Martin." Um, I've I've also been um, going on that note. I've been two characters from the show Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I was Frylock one year, which actually put in a lot of work. I, I cardboard cut out like. If you watched Aqua Teen Hunger Force, yeah, you know you know Frylock, yes. right? So a cardboard cut out like the red front and the red back. So I had the face done up on cardboard in front of me, and then I had the back and diamond, very similar to the blue M and M that had been um, worked on by myself and my mom at a very early age. Later in life, I did a Frylock that kind of mimicked that, and then I had these. Um, uh, I took these big poster boards and i kind of wrapped them up into tubes and I, I i put them inside the two ends and then i i i had yellow poster paper and i stuck it to them and i made what looked like fries so it lit it legitimately looked like frylock like i won a, a halloween costume contest <laughs> as frylock as this costume i invented also i was carl from aquatine hunger force one year <laughs> just blue sweatpants a beater i had a, a, a pillow i stuffed in um I, i've got a bald who needs a pillow <laughs> at the time i had to stuff nowadays i might be able to get away with it but at the time i had to stuff a pillow oh on. yes carl feel the power of foreigner I as i a... fill your eyes with double fishing <laughs> Loved the Moon Nights. <laughs> oh yeah, well, who doesn't love the Moon Nights? And uh, yeah, I had a bald, um, like a Carl uh, wig, and actually, I, I couldn't get a Carl wig, so I got a wig, and then I took the the like the front of it, I I kind of shaved around it, so it had, and then I cut it, so it was very Carl looking. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's Halloween for me, my friend. That's intense. I know, and, and I love it. And it, it, my uh, my kids wanting to dress up as things, I'm like 100 percent all in. Like it's funny how the pendulum shifts. Like it, whatever my kids want to be, like I'm I'm just throwing money at it. Like I I can't. I I would love to go on a budget, but like if my kids want to be something, I'm like here's all the money in the world. See, and I I think I'm that way. But it's more about decorating yeah. as opposed to costumes. Sure. So the fact that you're so in and your passion is so prevalent, and now it sounds like you've passed it on to uh, Sergio, and <laughs> that's, that's something to be proud of. Yes. And I am. Yeah. I am. I am. Well. So this is just the beginning of a couple. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we have Halloween. a couple. Yeah, I'm sure we have a couple Halloween episodes in us through the month of October. <laughs> that's yeah. it. You just... Yeah, that's just you know, it's just you know, leave them in suspense, I guess. <laughs> so stay tuned next time as we explore other parts of the dark and dirty. I'm just oh, stay tuned next time. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Even your Dracula impersonation is just like just the worst. Oh man! One, two, three. Ah 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 ah. <laughs>
We will talk to you next time about the Dracula. Do you know that like uh, Twitter has a very a verified count van count? Really? No. <laughs> verified? He's verified. How does that person get verified? So he's the count. He's count van count. <laughs> Literally, you know what his tweets are? What? One. <laughs> so and the you, next tweet will be two. Yes. <laughs> And if you look at how many tweets he's done, he's at like, I think last time I saw it was like 1,446. So, <laughs> so literally his tweets are 1,447. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. He doesn't respond to anything. No. He doesn't tweet out any political views. It's just simply he's just counting. counting. Wow. Impressive. And, awesome. and it's freaking verified. Yeah, well. How did that man get associated with Children's Television Workshop? Uh, or who was the person in Children's Television Workshop who came up with, like, this would be a good idea? This will be intelligent. Because Let's that person needs to be running the, the, the NASA science program or something. <laughs> Do you remember the show? Did you ever watch a show on Fox called, is very short-lived, called Greg the Bunny? Uh, no, but okay. I'm aware of it. You're aware of it. Yes. All right. So they had, uh, so it was a show. Was that, it on Fox? I yeah, thought it was, it was like on. No, it was on Fox. My network TV it, or something. Yeah, it was for sure on Fox. And it centered around a, um. Was it Bobcat Goldway? No, 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 no. It was like Seth Green was like. So what was the one with Bobcat Goldthwait where he was something? I don't know. Maybe he was on there, but I don't know. I can't remember offhand. Mm. The one thing I remember specifically with uh greg the bunny uh because it was like more like a, a live action like with puppets and, right and they had a um they had a a count they had basically a, a puppet on there called count blah <laughs> like that was his name and he would be he came on stage and he was like i'm count blah blah and they're like you're count blah blah he's like no no i'm count blah blah <laughs> like count blah blah no 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 i'm i'm count blah blah because <laughs> he would have, he would end every phrase with blah so they just called him count blah blah i found it hysterical <laughs> all right his name was count blah but he ended every phrase with blah so uh bobcat goldthwaites was unhappily ever after ah okay and he was also a bunny <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I can see the confusion there. Talking stuffed bunny named Mr. Floppy. Interesting. Yes. Oh, there, there's the, there lies the confusion. <laughs> Two talking bunny shows. Who'd have thunk it? Yes. Google count blah, blah from Greg the Bunny and be enter- as entertained as I am. Is that like Bob blah, blah? <laughs> no. Maybe. Bob, lob, law? Bob, blah, blah? Bob, blah, blah? Bob, Bob. Bob, blah, blah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We that was a good episode. On, uh, <laughs> much too long. So, uh, how can our uh, waxers find us again? Uh, nostalgia underscore wax on the Twitter. Yes. And then uh, you can reach us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the nostalgia wax. Uh, subscribe there on Facebook and, and post comments and uh, post uh, tweets at us at nostalgia underscore wax. 
And if you talk to us, maybe we may mention you on here. Oh, like yes. we mention, you know, Justin, or we mention Cousin Steven, or we mention Eric or Dan or or Extra Secret Podcast. We, we you know, anyone who talks about us, we will mention them here on our specific podcast. Indeed. Uh, also, rate, subscribe on iTunes if you can. I don't know. When's the last time that you checked iTunes? Is, uh, do we have any updated reviews at all on there? Uh, I'm checking as we speak, as actually. we are checking to see if there are any updated reviews. Well, please, if you listen to our podcast and you enjoy it, Definitely leave us a written review. Leave us, uh, you know, give us five stars. Tell us what you think about it. Anything on your end? No, it's extremely unfulfilling. Oh. It's, there's <laughs> nothing, nothing new. Well, it's a good thing that you once told me that uh, I think, um, if anything, you need to make sure that uh, you don't do this podcast for other people. You do it for yourself. Exactly. And my friend, thank you for the therapeutic therapy if you will therapeutic therapy <laughs> there you go because i can come over here and we can talk and we can have a good time good times indeed yep so uh, does that uh, wrap up this uh this this first portion of, of halloween i think this month yeah indeed all right well until next time waxers wax, wax off, off.